escape to the metaverse but act like you know yeah you are now tuned into the matthew and rizzle show yeah uh, escape to the metaverse better act like you know you are now tuned into the matthew and rizzle show yeah Stoke for tomorrow. It's gonna be it's gonna be a lot. It feels like, but kind of curious to see what's going on in Decentraland. I was in there like messing around with some of the games that Bay had shared as options and performances. Just so smooth in there. Yo, nice. Yeah, uh, maybe you can give us the uh, like the ground floor alpha on what uh, what can be expected over there. I haven't been in like. Are we recording? Yeah. <laughs> I haven't been in Decentraland like much lately, other than when we've been over there with uh, Bay and Fractilians um, for that art exhibit a while ago, which was phenomenal, uh, honestly. But uh, this uh, Bay Bay is a great tour guide, so uh, you know I'm, I'm excited to check out what's going on but yeah man you you've been uh sort of in there and everything what's uh what's going on i feel like the central end hasn't had like a whole lot of games up until this point but i don't know maybe i'm just like sort of out of the loop yeah i, I think we may have just been out of the loop it it looks like the the dcl foundation has been putting a lot of funds towards game developers in world game experience developers with the Decentraland Music Festival 2023, which is what we're going to get a preview of tomorrow uh, and the pre-whip portion of the whip is going to talk about that. But they have like this array of games set up. I was like in a stream trying to like interact with objects that results in making music. Like all the games are music themed. So I was just oh, cool. trying to figure out like what actually makes the most sense for our group. I think that will be the best one. It's what Bay recommended. Like you can pick up like salmon in the stream. You can like pick rocks up and like the, the current that goes down, they got a steady cadence will actually like create a beat. So I have no idea what kind of like chaos we're going to create, but <laughs> it's like, you're going to see everyone in the stream together, picking up fish, lapping them, hitting rocks, pl- jumping all lily pads and stuff like that. So that should be cool. And oh, it was so fun. Yeah, and it was just so smooth. Like, I remember years ago, like, DCL was the one that was burning up everyone's laptops. But actually, out of... I mean, again, like, it was just me there by myself, granted. So we need to put a few more bodies in there. Exactly. But it was was the smoothest experience I've I've had, um, maybe after HyperFi in a long time. Shout out to CryptoVoxes, too, for actually becoming way more performant as well. Um, but it's, yeah. it's cool to, to notice these differences after a while. Dude, absolutely, man. Uh, I feel like CryptoVoxels is probably the most lightweight, at least on my end, and, and snappy and everything. I feel like yeah. uh, we haven't had a problem with uh, getting into spaces there or like bringing a whole lot of people in there uh, in a very long time, actually. You almost take it for granted now that it'll, it'll work, which was... Uh, absolutely not not the case uh early on so that that's come a long way 
Um, dude, I, I, I saw Eclectic uh, post something about this, and we've, we've been talking about this uh, for a long time, uh, about how uh, people, I, I guess, I don't know if he was saying people are starting to realize that like just having sort of a static art gallery doesn't drive traffic on a consistent basis. And, and I, I'm paraphrasing, but that's like basically what he was getting at, which is sort of been something we discovered like a long time ago with the whip, which is always why we try and have a fresh location every week. And, and the, the whip parcel itself uh, wouldn't be what it was if we couldn't make that fresh each week, you know? So, and, and, uh, and so I think I'm saying all that to say that, uh, I feel like a lot of platforms are sort of taking notice of, of this and trying to proactively, uh, you know, light a fire under some uh, gamified elements that'll keep people returning. Because, uh, I, I mean, you and I, you know, are both uh, big fans of the art scene and everything, but, uh, you know, and, and but we both know that, you know, after bringing an audience to a really dope art gallery one week, uh, you know, you can't repeat that performance uh, you know, many times concurrently uh, until, you know, some time has gone by and, you know, maybe something's changed and you got some fresh bodies up in there to, to come back and everything. So, uh, so I, I don't know. It's cool, man. Uh, you know, Decentraland has been around forever. So, and, and the subject of much like ridicule for a lot of the, you know, decisions they've made. Uh, but it would be dope to see, uh, you know, them sort of come out the other side with some, some awesome stuff for us to hop in and play around with. No, no, exactly. And it, it, to your point, like what echoing what eclectic said, it's, it's funny to see people come around to what we saw years ago. <laughs> and it's, it's also awesome to see that realization as we have far more kind of builders and folks that have experience creating these very compelling dynamic in-world virtual experiences so that like that's what we're able to kind of orient our show around and what other projects are are focusing on when they're creating in these virtual spaces which is what needs to happen it's not just like here's a gallery we're gonna like say a lot of words and have people sort of like fuck off in the background it's it's really thinking okay well we can have the gallery show that's also it's really powerful but we need to make sure that there's a reason other than that to be in world too so that could be like the scavenger hunt or like a misfit pixels fucking amazing zombie shooter <laughs> that people are playing around with uh with everyone else present like it's those extra little bits that really really make the difference and are the reason why people are excited about virtual spaces to begin with. Um, it's that fun factor. It's being able to do so many crazy things uh, in such a short amount of time. Yeah. Uh, that's a great point that you made, man, about like other people sort of coming, starting to come to this realization, like basically giving us more tools in our toolkit and, and more fun experiences to participate in and like serve up to our audience uh, on a regular basis. Um, yeah, man, it, it's, uh, you know, the, I feel like the virtual art galleries, when they were like sort of a, a new concept and a novelty, you know, that just going to one of those was, you know, enough. Uh, and, and we've talked about that before. And, for you know, for people entering the space, I think it's a great like 
low entry point where, you know, you basically just need to be able to maneuver to be able to experience, uh, you know, a taste of what's going on. But it, once you get past that, man, you, you know, it's like, uh, okay, cool. I can go to a virtual art gallery on my computer, but there, there are a lot of like other ways to like virtually experience art in, in a way that's like, you know, not too, too different from the real world. And, and, you know, so that sort of brings back to the point of like, you know, what, what is the point of the metaverse if not to like serve up a different experience than something that we're accustomed to or what you're used to or what you can like, you know, do in real life. Like, you know, yes, having like a virtual recreation of something like that is dope, but like, you know, I, I feel like we've had virtual recreations of lots of things for a long time. And, and so, yeah, man, layering on that, like, why do people want to come back to this space? What is interesting about this particular event? Uh, and, and dude, it could be something Brookhawk just posted, uh, something from my uh, birthday party last year, which was literally just like, you know, we were just playing Christmas music and I changed everyone into like various sized avocados and uh and and it was fun and that was like it but it was like you know weird and different and interesting and not like rocket science or anything but like uh i don't know you you gotta you gotta do something different and i feel like for so long a lot of these platforms sprung up and like we're just hoping that the community would do that <laughs> but uh communities full of artists and they built a bunch of art galleries and they <laughs> the game developers didn't make games so now you got to do something no yeah exactly it's sort of the, the natural progression of things and things just sometimes take longer than you expect to start happening and, and coming around but <laughs> i feel like we're, we're lucky now that we kind of bided our time and didn't leave and stuck with it and kept trying to, to pour as much fuel in the fire as we could uh, with our regular thing. Um, so that's dope. But yeah, I mean, and we're only talking about the pre-whip portion of tomorrow's show too. We have a, a huge engagement with Broadside and Chorus uh, to celebrate their one year anniversary. You got Eclectic Method jumping in for a couple sets. Vector Meldrew is going to jump on the mic again. Um, excited to hear all the updates from Broadside because again, that's that's a whole nother project crew that have their head in that same kind of um, virtual space that we do, focusing on the avatars, focusing on games, and just doing fucking fun weird stuff in in the metaverse. So excited to, to see what happens on that portion of the show too. Dude, I feel like that crew is a great example of someone who, uh, like a, a, a crew that understands the same thing that we do regarding uh, like creating, you know, fun, unique experiences each time. And, and they do it in a different way than we do. And, and, and it's dope. I mean, Vector has like uh, his own like incredible skill set that he, you know, just sort of already had in existence and brought to the metaverse and everything. Uh, but, but they, they do it well, man, and have been around for a long time. I, I honestly, uh, had no idea what to make of their whole thing when they, you know, initially hit the scene, uh, and they came on like very, very strong and everything. And, 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 uh, you know, having been, you know, being like a, you know, jaded motherfucker and having seen a lot of projects come on strong, I was, you know, always, always sort of like you know, sitting in the back row and trying to see what happens, uh, you know, before I make any strong opinions on anything. But 
uh, dude, the fact that they've been out here for a year and, uh, you know, are trying to make a big deal out of it. And uh, anytime they roll through to something, man, they, they come out like, you know, enforce and everything. So, uh, so that's cool, man. It, it's cool to see like, uh, uh, you know, I, I was mentioning something about that, like, you know, the other day, like, you know, they, they've been around for like a long time during a time where it was very easy to just sort of like give up hope and uh, you know, not stick to it and everything. And, and, you know, they weren't one of these ones uh, and, and, you know, no judgment on, on people who, you know, are, are sort of drawn back to the scene now that, you know, it's getting a little bit more hype, but uh, they never really wavered like the whole time, man, they've been out here and, and, you know, props to that. No, hundred percent. I mean, Vector is a madman. He's awesome, and the whole, the whole cult crypto art again. Like that's that's a whole other through line that runs through Broadside and that whole crew, which is just another juggernaut in this space, um, full of artists and collectors and people that are just spending more of their lived lives in the virtual. So it's 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 just so cool, man, to see this start to, to kind of really make waves and to spread far beyond like what we've been doing. That's, that's the best. Like no one wants to be just like the only one on a, a lone Island in the middle of the sea. Right. Like we're starting to see that sort of like Pangea moment or we're starting what initially led to Pangea, like all the continents kind of that had previously been so far away from one another coming together. People are like, Oh shit. I see. I see the, uh, Broadside Island starting to come ashore. This is dope. Like, hey, we're gonna have parties soon. Like, um, it's just cool to have that that interaction, that that connection. But, I mean, outside of the whip, what else uh, have you been focusing on? Anything else popping yeah. up? People, I know I see a lot of people coming back. People shouting like bull market again. I don't know if it's just it's a bull market or just pre Thanksgiving pump or whatever, but. Oh, dude, I want to scratch to that point you just made, man, because I I feel like we didn't have like we keep functioning under the assumption that like, you know, we're sort of at the beginning of another cycle. So like, you know, let's let's just sort of run with that because, you know, let's hope it comes sometime. Right. Um, But anyway, uh, I feel like we based on that assumption, man, like, you know, at the start of the last like, you know, big cycle and everything, we really didn't have those like continents countries you know whatever you want to call them these sort of like enclaves of people who are you know from similarly like like-minded communities uh meaning you know people who are genuinely interested in the tech interested in nfts like playing around with the technology you know finding other people who are also interested in those things and you, know, you mentioned the called crypto art you know that obviously has like an art lean to it broadside has their you know own sort of lean to it whip has our own lean to it but you know there, there's like you know many of these out there now but uh, I feel like when the last hype cycle happened and, and we sort of hit on it like, you know, the other week, like, you know, there's I feel like the community was in the larger community was much more fragmented and there weren't really these like sort of trusted enclaves. Right. Like I, I'm not like directly involved in the cult crypto art, although I've done things, you know, with some of them in the past and uh, did, you did some weird like avocado ceremony in the, in the temple that neon glitch built uh, last year. But like, if someone, someone from that community, like, you know, approaches you, that sort of comes with like, 
you know, some some sort of credibility. And, I, and maybe cult crypto art isn't like the greatest example, because I, I think they're, they're one of these situations where like, you know, anyone can sort of claim uh, whatever or, or not. Man, who knows what goes on with cold crypto art? But uh, but I know like a bunch of the homies are like you know very participatory in it, and I trust them and I trust their judgment. And by proxy, you know, it goes a long way in this industry. Uh, and same thing for broadside, man. You you know that's like another community. Like you know you know a bunch of people in there. You know they are very passionate about that community, and by proxy. You know, you can uh, you meet someone who you don't already know, but they're deep in that community, too. There's like a certain level of trust that comes with that. And, and I feel like that's that's so needed, like for, uh, you know, Mighty Moose has been trying to, uh, you know, sort of rally some people to, you know, preserve the narrative of like, you know, basically how you know crypto art and the early nft scene was born so it doesn't like get lost in the shuffle and you know there are other people piling into that conversation and and i'm like dude you know i I feel like the community in general that is like really really passionate and and has been here through thick and thin is like way more uh like experienced organized uh like involved with each other this time around and uh I don't know, man. I, I, I feel like uh, it's 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 just a good sign leading into whatever is to come that, uh, I, you know, it, it doesn't seem like it's going to end up being like this mad independent scramble like it, it sort of felt like last time. And, and maybe I'm projecting, man, but uh, and maybe I'm just more organized. I don't I don't know, man. Interested to hear your thoughts. No, first of all, like shout out to the the homie Mighty Moose. He just had a big sale. Uh, his ex copy, The State of Us, Blue Variant, mm. an OG, known origin mint, just sold, I think, for around 30 ETH uh, last time. Oh, night. shit. Good for him, man. I saw him posting about some sale uh, that he was thinking about making, and I, I assumed it was his squiggle that he's posting about periodically. <laughs> Yeah, he he does post a lot about that. He has a great collection. Um, yeah, but he does. also has a ton of those old Ko X copy mints, and yeah, an offer came in for the state of us. It's the, the one where it's like the that figure looking at the phone in a lightning filled night, and like when the lightning strikes, it illuminates to show that the person holding the phone is the actual one that you're seeing looking at. It's like it's a nice recursive piece by x one of my faves also my collection shout out if anyone has a bid comparable to that Um, (laughs) (laughs) no but what you're saying though before that um where we are in this space and like that feeling sort of of more of us um folks that have been active longer kind of being on our shit more um having at least a couple cycles uh under our belts especially when it comes to the nft side of things I think we're all better positioned so that when and if like this momentum keeps going forward, which I don't know if it'll do so like from now, like are we in the bull or not? I think that's still an open question. But if it does, more people around us that we've been connected with that, that we really vibe with, um, what I guess other people will call OGs or whatever, are more visible. And then that just helps us stand out a little bit more and helps the helps prevent some of the more the interlocutors or the the folks that had just been like kind of biding their time waiting to come in and pounce and like take advantage of a lot of people with their their audience or reach or whatever it helps mitigate against that sort of shit which will always happen but it's just you have to as long as the the good folks 
are more visible, I think we're going to be good. Um, and I, I do think that more of us are visible and have been steady grinding and have like that more public kind of connection than we may have had previously, um, or at least focusing on it more, which, which helps with that attention and helps with people that may be new entrants to kind of see, Oh, okay. Like these folks look like they have legit accounts. Like they have like very good followings, um, blah, 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 blah. They're posting, sharing, getting retweeted, reshared, blah, 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 by like the good ones that, that stand out noticeably for quality and consistency and stuff. Yeah, I feel like this is our like rising tide lifts all the ships like type of moment where, you know, if we can all sort of, uh, you know, have a rope to each other's ship type of thing, like, uh, you know, yep. we're, we're just much more well organized, uh, you know, as a community to uh, take advantage and not not in a negative way, man, it, you know, just like sort of seize the opportunity that, you know, might be. Uh, coming up and uh, and it doesn't even mean like, you know, just, uh, you know, dumping a bunch of bags or whatever when the price goes up. Right. I feel like a lot of people who have been around as long as we have and, and we've sort of come up with our, you know, want to be here to stay. Right. And and it's tough to see, like, you know, people who people and projects, man, you know, you talk about async is like a great example. man It's, it's tough to see, like, you know people you really respect uh you know just be forced to like throw in the towel because you, you know the money has run out and uh and it's not just them man it, it, i feel like it's been like dominoes over the past you know six to eight months or so we're just seeing like a lot of people just be like i gotta go get a job i, I don't have the, the runway left to keep doing this uh in the short term and everything or or you know a lot of people feeling like they're gonna have to go do you know something outside of web three uh you know in order to keep the lights on and everything and uh and that sucks man and and i feel like uh you know circling back to like the the rising tide thing man you know i feel like you know beyond just dumping bags, there's a lot of people with a lot of knowledge who have been here for a long time, who have like a lot to contribute, uh, to the industry, man. Like, you know, four, four or five years, you know, this has been like, you know, a, uh, a thriving thing, you know, a niche thing, but like a thing that if you didn't start learning about then, or, or didn't stop learning about from then until now, you've just like accumulated a tremendous amount of knowledge. Right. And and there's like a lot of people out there who, uh, you know, I feel like, you know, maybe don't have heavy bags from back in the day, maybe are, don't have a way to like, you know, directly monetize their skill in terms of like making art or whatever. But I'm like, dude, the, the, the knowledge that these people have from being entrenched in this space is like uh i hope something that gets uh taken seriously because you know the i feel like last hype cycle was like a great example of a lot of big players coming in and like really not knowing what to do and like assuming that they knew what to do and and maybe you know they have also stuck around and learned from that experience and there's something to be said for that but i'm like man there's there's a lot of people i mean you know just knowing how fast the space moves like you know you miss six months worth of stuff and it's it's not like insignificant you know and and that's just six months mm -hmm. Yeah, I mean, that that's where people really taking advantage of the strengths of like social media and the public forums that we all sort of 
congregate within at least a couple times a day or a week or whatever, like Twitter, for example, um, like sharing, sharing real value, like thoughts, lessons learned, reflections, um, conflicts, right? Like going back to Mighty Moose, great example, open about like, I don't want to let pieces go too frequently, even if this is like a big offer really kind of conflicted about this don't know about it like open sourcing like those real feelings and like the experiences that if you're in the space long enough and you are lucky enough and fortunate enough to acquire certain certain works that are sought after like you're gonna you're gonna go and be in that same position and from the outside before you experience it it seems like a no-brainer but once you're actually there it's like all these thoughts start running through your mind like oh my god like this is a lot of money but like will it go higher <laughs> and then it's like what but what if it doesn't what if it, this is like the highest offer i'll ever get on this and like i look back and <laughs> like all these thoughts right and talking about that openly publicly is really helpful for a lot of other folks that can't be understated it is so important and for for real honest like thoughtful people to do that it's just even more valuable and helpful to the the growth and maturation of the space um and, and seeing more people engage in that discourse or sharing blog posts or like analysis blah blah blah, blah it's it's so important i mean i've gotten back to reading two more publicly um Thanks to Mirror, honestly, like putting writing on chain, I think is really cool. Um, sort of feels like the future. It helps with discoverability, blah, 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 blah. But um, like putting out regular work every Thursday, a little series called Thursday Bodies is sort of in that same vein uh, of what we've seen folks like Mighty Moose and stuff like that, trying to to share a little bit of insight when possible, just also to, to be a little bit more visible and regular for folks that are new to, to help help them on their way. Dude, I agree with you like a thousand percent, man. Like what, what you are doing, you know, writing on mirror, man, I, I read your stuff and it's great. Uh, um, and what Mighty Moose is doing, man. And, you know, I, I feel like, people need to know that there are real people here. Right. And, and I feel like that was sort of like tough to sift through and, and, and maybe it will be again, man. But, but I, I agree with you a hundred percent that, uh, you know, that authenticity just lends like, uh, you know, the, the credibility ripples outward from mighty moose, similar to what we were saying, man. Right. Like, you know, the, then, uh, you know, you, you trust this dude, a friend of mighty moose is a friend of mine type of things. And same, same with yeah. you, um, dude, I, this is actually like, uh, sort of a segue, uh, but on the same wavelength, man. So I picked a fight with Skeeny uh a few days ago last maybe it was friday or whatever um and with the encouragement of johan baiting me to uh you know pick a fight with skinny um and uh and, and I'll, I'll talk about that in a second man so so anyway man i picked this fight with skinny and uh and it went pretty well so i was i've been like in the meme explorers discord uh just sort of stalking and lurking a little bit just to you know see what's up see what people are talking about and i'm, and I'm watching like johan like talk about basically the direction of the meme explorers project, like in the general channel in discord with a member of the community uh, and just like listening to suggestions, asking them what they think about different things like, you know, and, and I'm like, dude, that, that like building right out in the open with the community uh, is just, 
is so good and and difficult i i think for a lot of people and and it seems like and and we do it pretty well man with with the whip and everything uh and i think that's one of the reasons it's like sort of stood the test of time but uh, a lot of people don't do that, man. And that like that transparency that that you deliver when you're writing on mirror or that Mighty Moose is delivering when he's, you know, just sort of talking to the community about this like big decision and everything. Uh, it, you know, that's it's such good. Like, uh, I don't know, in a space where like trust is like so difficult to earn and find it's like very refreshing to, uh, you know, witness a lot of that going on. Yeah. And I think we also need to give a shout out to, to Ray Buckton helping us yes. step our game up on that same front, like with what he's doing for the whip, the weekly whip blog over on mirror as well. Right. Like that it's, it's not the easiest thing. And like, we've tried throughout our history to do more of it, uh, but like we self admit on the regular, like we're the worst self promoters. <laughs> Sucks so bad, man. And sometimes people point out something we should be doing, and I'm like, oh my god, we're so dumb. I mean, you and I have had that discussion a few times. We're like, oh my god, how do we overlook like just this simple thing? Yeah, no, but it's. I think a lot of people fall into that trap too, or they're like, nah, people will eventually find it or whatever, right? And sometimes that really does happen serendipitously, without like a lot of initial action or promoting or marketing uh by oneself but most often times people don't just happen to discover the good stuff they really do you you need to work (laughs) to get it in front of people so yeah no it's it's always a work in progress too like there's no one way that is going to work for for time memorial like something may work today won't work tomorrow something that's not working today could end up clicking tomorrow so it's it's that iterative approach and then just feeling what works and what feels good with you and like your team and stuff like that. Dude, our, our team is like quite the team now, man. I was like saying it to you and DMS uh, a couple days ago, like dude with uh, the recent additions, I mean, the team has always been solid, man. And a lot of them have yeah. been with us like forever. Uh, but like seeing the additions of like, you know, Fractilians and then Ray, and now we got Metageist, got a couple like, you know, mini whip crew DM channels going on with the, you know, people overlapping skill sets and everything. I'm like, dude, this is Brooke Hawks got this like, you know, donation thingy that he's been, uh, you know, whipping up that looks like nice and professional and everything. I'm like, Ooh, man, this is like very exciting. <laughs> it's like, it's, it's like exciting whip times, man. It's like, we just keep leveling up. Thanks to the folks that want to be a part of the whip crew. And again, like it's a pure passion project for all of us. None of us are making money, even though like, it's awesome to see the ballistic bananas, the Brook Hawks, who's also like part of the crew, <laughs> like just continue to support us. Uh, through through the web meetup Tarith. but it's exciting I, I think a lot of people see and feel like what we have seen and felt for a long time and want to be a part of it and that's the whole spirit of the space like you are excited about something fucking help out <laughs> and it's really that easy and we just make it as easy as possible for folks to do that but we're getting serious like subject matter experts in the fold um like with metageist with the the just 
the virtual asset, the GLB sculpting, um, OG artists and being in that side of things for so long, like he's been an inspiration for us and what we've been doing at the whip. So to have him, uh, on the crew and excited to see what he'll end up doing is, is amazing. Um, but we got great writers like Ray that have joined the team, um, carrying the torch from Tudor back in the day, who is that kind of like in-world journalists uh, in our wing writing about some of the, the lightning strikes that are happening every Thursday. It's it's awesome to see. Um, we have like the the OG audio master with with Dragonate. Um, like I, I feel like everyone else that's running virtual events, they they've just either they bring in Dragonate. <laughs> Or they're just taking the lessons learned uh, and best practices from him to incorporate to make sure that no one has like the the death the audio problem situations that plagued us for so long back in the the early days. Um, but it, it's in fractilians making moves and fucking paradox with the in world videographer, which is again like such a pioneering practice that it's everyone that does virtual events they they take these commemorative pictures and stuff like that. Um, but, uh, paradox is just doing that in such a refined way with the, the weekly videos. Uh, but it's also cool to see how fluid the crew is too, over time, like shout out to the trippy Yogi, um, Sandy meows, Carolina, duh, right? Like I still consider them parts of the crew, but when life happens and you can't like participate for whatever reasons, like you can dip out and it's all good. Um, it's still all very much a whole ton of love. And to see this sort of organization, very informal as it may be, but still like proper organization form around us over time like this, it's fucking awesome because it feels so right. Right? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, dude. There, I feel like there's this really good vibe right now. And, and I think you said it first and then MetaGuy stole it or like vice versa about like this infinite video game concept or whatever. And that, and that keeps like popping in my head. And I, and I feel like there's this sense and I feel it too, man. I, I feel like there's this collective sense with the whip that like we're all building something like we're, we're building in the direction of something and nobody quite knows where that ends up. And maybe there isn't like a particular like destination or, or end goal or whatever, but, but we keep like adding Legos to the puzzle, like slowly, you know, or Legos to the pile or whatever, like slowly over time and they're adding up, you know, to, to something, uh, you know, making more a pie out of puzzles or something like that. What's that? We're making a pie out of Legos or something like that. Yes. Yes, exactly. Man. And our, and our Lego pie, man, it's it, the, you know, it happened with, you know, let's just go, la- the, you know, the last three people who like, you know, hopped on the the crew, Fractilians, Ray and Metagice, man, both, uh, you know, all three of them, uh, you know, are just like, yo, w- w- these are our skills. We want to help out. Can can we use our skills to help you guys out in some way? And just like, you know, hell yeah, <laughs> like in whatever in whatever way. And, and so I don't know, man, I, I feel like this, this idea of like, you know, there's, there's what, like a dozen of us now or something like that on the crew, like helping out in, in some way or another. And, and uh, you know, I, this sense that we're all like collectively building in the direction uh, or, and, and sort of, you know, joining forces uh, dude, a lot of like 
you know, projects and companies and like, you know, anything has a really hard time, like maintaining uh, a crew of this size and, you know, sort of that has this spirit of like dedication. I mean, you, you know, you, you can't even like artificially manufacture that, you know, by like paying people, which, you know, we, uh, you know, have, have shout out to the people who have been like throwing some donations our way. I, I feel like I can't keep saying we're like, you know, completely broke because that's not like entirely true. Uh, but, uh, it's, it's, uh, it's the, you know, hopefully the drips that start the waterfall type of thing. Um, but anyway, man, it's, it's just, it's good, man. It's a good culture that we have going on here. And I, and I feel like more people are starting to pile onto it. Yeah. And there's just so much to to talk about on that front, right? Like Fabiano and Patrizia, what they've been doing week in, week out for, for this year. For so long, man. There's Voxel. And and it, it goes back to, um, 2020, like when the whip kicked off, like they, Fabiano, put together some work for, for the whip then too. Like the show, man, like with the afties, it's an institution at this point. I love, I love how polarizing it is. It's it's awesome. Like it's part of the show though. And he's fam. And then like easy man, like I love that dude to death being a part of it. Um, so cool. Foxy with the vibes of the pre whip, you know, and Johan, the whole meme team, man, like, it's just fucking awesome. And I hope I, the organization, the actual organization around these shows, I feel like we've really been leaning in to that and emphasizing like how much of, of the organization matters to put this, this together. Now each individual member of the whip crew plays their part here. And I hope other people really do see that so that they're like, when they go and do their thing, they put and try to assemble a team as dank as this um because that's what it's all about doing doing cool shit with the team doing cool shit with your your internet friends um playing and taking part in this this infinite video game that's unraveling in front of all of us which is it's everything dude it's uh it's cool to see you know i I feel like at, at this point for a long time we were the only ones doing what we do right there it's just the space was so nascent and you know at this point in time there are a lot more people who do what we do who have tried to do what we do who have been to similar things like we do and everything and i and i feel like uh you know it was uh having no basis for comparison for so long uh you know or i guess having a basis for comparison now like really helps us stand out because our events like really are well produced man and and to be able to consistently deliver high quality events is not an easy thing to do in this space um and, and so you know i feel like there's you know slowly becoming more appreciation for uh, you know, just being able to pull off a, a smooth event and, and such a quick turnaround of time, you know, a week later, we're pulling off another massive big event. that's going to be completely different than the previous one, you know, on repeat for four years or, or whatever. Um, dude, I got to tell you about this fight with skinny man, because it's fucking funny. Um, <laughs> it's like a hard transition. Uh, and, but I, I don't want to like, you know, just continue to fucking pat ourselves on the back. Although we're like so dope and so OG. 
yeah patting ourselves in the back is like my favorite pastime it is dude it's it's mine too i mean i'm not gonna lie um no, I, I've, I've taken a lot of lessons from you it's important to do that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah hey sometimes you gotta talk it up man otherwise you, you know people don't have uh, large attention spans you, you gotta remind them um <laughs> Uh, you know, so uh, Johan provoked me to provoke Skinny, right? He's, he's yeah. like, you know, what if we put avocado on, you know, so, uh, so back up, man. Skinny got skull trending on meme explorers by, uh, you know, basically just shilling it. And he like created some cool art or something like this. I might not have it completely correct. But anyway, man, you know, meme explorers has meme.com, which is like, I, sometimes I forget about that. And I'm like, that's sort of yeah. like insane. Anyway. Yeah. So Skinny got skull trending. Uh, and you know, real quick on know, that, like the, the story behind meme.com, right? So marble cards, like minting back in the day, all the, 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 the gas vapors that were going into the wallet back then, uh, on the marble card side of things, like led to the acquisition of meme.com, which is kind of epic. Anyway, go. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, like what a domain name, right? I'm not, I don't even like really care about domain names, but I like know a domain when I see one. <laughs> so uh so we put avocado so avocado becomes a officially listed meme on meme explorers right i'm like all right i'm gonna pick a fight with skinny to see if i can top topple skull and uh and skinny had no idea it was coming but you know skinny is fam and i knew he wouldn't care and would think it was funny and so so it's like friday right and i'm like okay i'm just gonna i'm gonna pick this fight with skinny and then uh you know i got a bunch of stuff to do over the weekend you know i'll, I'll i can provoke skinny once or twice over the weekend uh and then i'll you know i'll i'll start like really digging into him on monday and we'll see if we can you know push this avocado trend into existence anyway man skinny like i feel like i the, my post was out there for like five minutes and skinny just starts starts churning out art of like skeletons roasting avocados on the grill he's like i'll help you defeat me and just starts, you know, putting out all this, you should see it, man. And then like Valiant joins in and Valiant starts putting out like avocados versus skulls, like, you know, fan art of the battle or so anyway. So, so like all this stuff is like flying around. And, and so skinny essentially like joined this fight to fight himself and get avocados trending, man. And I think it was like 48 hours or something that like, and I hadn't even done anything, man. I actually felt like sort of bad. I was like, I had all these plans on like, how I was going to like antagonize skinny and everything, but skinny just like jumped the gun and like immediately started fighting himself in this like avocado battle. And, uh, and he did it more than I did getting, uh, avocados tr- trending on <laughs> meme.com. So, uh, and now, now he minted one on zero one and everything. Some of the like avocado skull, like battle, uh, pieces or whatever that he made. And I'm like, dude, like, First of all, I don't know what I was thinking, like, you know, picking a fight with like a real artist, right? Like I can like, you know, I know my way around AI, but like Skeeny's just like churning stuff out and everything. So anyway, man, Skeeny like kicked my ass by like kicking his own ass. Uh, and, you know, big shout out to Skeeny for joining in the stupid fun that we were having and getting avocados trending that's awesome i saw the, the avocado channel i was like what the f is this uh now it all makes sense to me <laughs> yeah you know just a just a fake fight with skinny where he beat me by beating himself dude you gotta love this space right this is what's so great about this space 
we've touched on this a few times, man. Like, uh, you know, progressive technology used for max weirdness is, is my favorite. There we go. Progress. I, this sort of feels like a title there. I don't know. Dragon Knight, check me if I'm wrong, but <laughs> also like a, a solid place to, to wrap this up. Yep. Let's do it, man. Good oh, one. Yeah, awesome chat. Looking forward to tomorrow. Um, for folks listening, the, the following week will be Thanksgiving. So we'll be off, but I think we'll probably still record an episode of this. We'll see what happens. See how spicy we're feeling. And then do we tell them? The 30th 30th is whips giving. And so, so, uh, Jen actually, I don't know. Somehow we, we booked Boombox head to do something with us for whips giving on the 30th. Uh, you know, and now we got, you know, fractilians and metageist in tow and, you know, some, some oomph to put behind whatever we're going to do for whips giving. Uh, and then that Boombox head and Boombox head told Jin and Jin was also down to do a thing for Whips Giving. But then like separately and randomly, Jin hit me up and was like, I really want to do a metaverse float parade. Uh, and I was like, oh, hell yeah, that sounds awesome. We should do it at Whips Giving. And Jin was like, oh, yeah, I'm involved in Whips Giving. <laughs> so anyway, so the, the metaverse float parade with, uh, I mean, just say it out loud, right? Like the Metaverse Float Parade, powered by <laughs> Fractilians, Metageist, Jin, Boombox Head. Like, uh, I don't even really, I don't think there's really like a set plan in place, or maybe Jin has had like something, you know, in the backlogs for a while. But like, whatever that is, like, I want to be at that thing, uh, which will be November 30th, and it will be dope. Boom. There you go. Mark your cal- calendars, ladies and gentlemen. And with that, see you in the metaverse tomorrow, dude. Sounds good, man. Have a good one. Peace.